could you pay me in advance? Are you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, here we go. Here we go now. Yeah, here we go now. Here we go now. I got it. It's going. All right. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to episode... 414. 414. Yeah. Um... Of the um, Are You Serious podcast, um, the ramblings of two middle-aged men. Yeah. yeah. I think I am more middle-aged than you. How does that work? What is middle-aged? Well, do you know when you're going to die? No. Because, like, middle-aged for a non-vaccinated child is, like, six years old. So, Right. You have to, yeah, I think you have to know when you're going to die. So, like, I could have had my midlife crisis uh, when I was 28. This is this is true, and it's this scary at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, trying to think, if I had my midlife crisis yet, uh, who the hell knows? I don't know. Maybe I'll check the notes. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yes, our ramblings—that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what shall we ramble about today? Um, you know what? I'm gonna put this out to the masses. Chris and I were just having this conversation about my connecting um, <laughs> television via HDMI um, to mm-hmm. my computer and or my iPad. And in both instances, I was um, I was not getting any sound. And I went through all the settings. I'd done all that stuff. It's really weird. And Chris <laughs> said, did you like, did you turn up the volume? Yeah, on either, I guess, on would either. be. And I mean, I was able to, well, on the computer and the iPad, I I would end up just, you know, um, connecting to like headphones, Bluetooth, mm. listening that way. Because um, I was getting sound through like my computer or headphones. Okay. So, um, so there's that. So... Um, but you know, Chris did make an excellent point that, um, playing with the volume on the television itself might be a thing. And I, and I want to say that I tried to do that with the remote control, but I'm not even sure that the remote control worked very well. Cause I don't, cause I, cause it's like right there, just kind of on my desk. So I would just sort of reach for uh, it needs another thing hanging out on your desk. Right. So I would just reach and turn the TV on and off using just the switch so um yeah (laughs) so um i felt like an idiot i'm gonna and i and i promise (laughs) that i will disclose 
what uh, what happens when I try it again? Um, and <laughs> I'm very interested. The volume button on the thing. Should I try that now? Hey, that's well, up to you. You know, we won't. You know, we've had so many sound issues lately. <laughs> you know, because honestly, with the show, guys, this is kind of funny. For the last like three weeks, we just like making sure it all works. It all works and everything. I honestly think. That if I plugged in an HDMI cable right now, we would take an airplane out of the sky. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and that probably probably wouldn't be good. It would depend on who's on the airplane. And I have a list. Yeah. So, Don't um, we all now? Right? Anyway. So, um, yeah. So that's, um, you know, my <laughs> first world problem of the week. <laughs> uh, of the week. So the uh, my other first world problem of the week. <laughs> This is so funny. So today, <laughs> do you know what, like, when I got the mail, what made me go, oh, this is going to be a pain in the ass. I, for some reason, have two New Yorker subscriptions. That makes perfect sense, though. <laughs> and I got two of the same issue. And I thought I was renewing one, but sometimes I use a different email and everything. But I, <laughs> And I had called them the other day. This is this is Frank's an an idiot and he knows it day. <laughs> so mark your calendars. We'll do this again next year. So because um, I called them the other day because I had renewed it and I wasn't sure what email address I used and they told me it didn't matter and that oh okay it'll end next year. I'm like oh okay fine. I wanted to make sure I didn't get two. Bam, <laughs> I got two and I looked at the uh, the subscription numbers and they're different. So. Oh, so apparently I have two New Yorker subscriptions, which makes me doubly the, I don't know, douche that I usually am. So um, so now I have to deal with that problem. It sounds like the worst New Yorker cartoon I've ever heard. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so those are my problems this week, everybody. <laughs> If only everybody had those problems. I know, right? I hope that's the worst thing that happens to me. I say that to people all the time when they like come into Starbucks or something like that. It's just like, oh, I got to walk around the table. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's difficult. I had someone the other day was just like, oh, I got to follow these arrows. Like, Right, right. Like, yeah. seriously? And I, and I, and like yeah seriously that's a direct quote and uh if any of my starbucks customers are listening i'm sure that any one of you could pick out a half a dozen people who probably said that mm. so um anyway and i i think my response was like well i hope that's the worst thing that happens to you today so which is actually a nice sentiment it is but it also sounds like a giant fuck you coming from you well, I like to think that that's implied. <laughs> it's always implied. <laughs> I say hello, and it's like, you know what? Yeah, fuck you, too. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, it's a gift. So, yeah. anyway, um, what, else is, um, what else is going on with you? They uh, started doing the house. Mm. Yep. Um, apparently, there was... Um, he had some issues, um, the the job foreman, whatever, crew leader guy. And that makes sense, you know, because they have so many jobs for the company right now that they're hiring other crews to come in to help. 
And one of the crews that he had hired just never returned a phone call. Okay. I can get behind that. I don't like waiting anymore, but uh, that's fine. He came and he updated us and he said they would be here tomorrow to do the windows and they were here today to start the, um, what looks like the prep work, like, um, starting to make angle measurements and stuff. Um, and that's, and that's good. So, you know, in about six to eight weeks, this will all be done. <coughs> no. Um, so we'll see. It's not going to take that long, is it? it no, I, I'm assuming like three, four days. Ah. <coughs> so they're going to do the easy windows tomorrow, which are just the regular like sash, you know, from like 1920 that we have in the house. Um, and then on Monday, they're going to do the kitchen window, which is larger in the living room window, which will change yeah. into a bay. Um, which will be nice because then we'll be able to see out of that window because uh, the um, all the gas has escaped from between the two panes, so it's kind of fogged up. And I was looking at different ways to uh, be able to fix it, and a lot of them basically just said squirt water in it because <laughs> it'll kind of wash it off a little bit. But it's like no, the gas has escaped, and whatever residue is left is attracted you know, stuff in the air. And, uh, so it'll be really nice to have a really good front window that I keep the blinds closed all the time on. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, the dogs, our dogs are very protective, very territorial. And, um, with the two guys at the back of the house working on stuff, they have not actually been terrible. Uh, That's yeah, a bunch of barking. Um, Roxy, the younger of them, she's a little over two. She, the last two days, has been just a maniac. Um, did you ever take um, take your dog for walks, or was it just backyard exercise? Oh, no, no, we went on walks. Okay. Um, did you ever encounter a dog that's like just going crazy barking? Uh, to get at your dog to like play with it or or sniff its butt or something. Um, not too much. Maybe like if we brought her to the like you know the beach or something like that. Okay. Maybe. And then what do you do? Um, do you continue to walk toward the dog that is losing its fucking mind? Because after all these months of quarantine, you finally get to see another dog out in the wild. Um, I would. I would. Be very like cautious. Yeah. If, if you would think the other dog, right? You would think. So yeah. what happens with my two dumb dogs is Roxy gets excited and she barks like barks like for for real barking like yeah like a like you see your friend at the other end of the mall and you have to yell hey 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 so you yeah. they'll see you and she's not mean she's not snarling she's not growling she's just like a dog a dog i get to oh i want to meet somebody <laughs> right dad it's a fucking dog like one of me yeah so then what happens roxy uh hera hera the older one she's a year older so she's a little more chill um and i got to work with her a little bit more um we never had a lot of luck walking dogs and getting them to listen 
because of all the wild animals, you know, rabbits are running all over the place and birds and bats and shit. Yeah. Um, I did. I have got Hera to the point where I can give her a little tug and say her name or wait, and she'll sit her butt right down. So she's pretty good. It's my favorite dog. So don't tell her. <sighs> Roxy will probably shit in my bed. Um, <laughs> but when the two of them are near a dog and they bump into each other, it turns into that Tom and Jerry cat dog fight with the smoke and the stars coming out of it. And they're not fighting each other. They're just really aggressively playing. Like, if you didn't know the dogs and you've never seen it before, you'd be like, oh, my God, they're going to kill each other. No. no, That's how they play. They're fucked up. They love to play rough. Roxy has a, a scar across her snout because I think Hera clocked her in the face. Um, but that's it. That's the only injury we've ever had. Um, but they just, they just, we're get we're going to get the fence put in probably in about a month and then they'll be exhausted all the time. So that'll be nice. But last night we walked the dogs down around the corner, down the dead end and back. And we are at our front yard, ready to go into our yard to the front door and there's this dumb old dude with this tiny little corgi or or something like it, right? And Roxy sees it, and I swear to God she thought it was a chew toy because <laughs> she loses her mind. And Roxy's about 65 pounds and strong. So when she wants to go for something, you better be ready to hold her back. Yeah. So... We have harnesses on them, but they get they get loose as time goes by, and you have to retighten them. I get Hera on the porch, and as I look, the guy has moved. He's, he's he just continued to walk right past Roxy, like within feet of of and the and just oblivious to this barking mass of black fur and you know arms and legs. Just like how how do you not see that and wait? First of all, but so Roxy pulls her head out of the harness. I don't know how she did it. She's a fucking Houdini dog. And then she managed to get enough leverage to get her arms forward and slip right out of it. And then she ran to the other dog, tackled it, and then they circled each other sniffing. Nothing bad. She just really wanted to get close to that other dog. And then today, before we did the show, we, we, the the guys had taken lunch um, late because they got here about 10. I figure that's, you know, work this many hours, then go eat. Um, so we thought, okay, now's the best time to take the dogs out. And we go and we do the same thing. And as we're coming back, there's this dog, Gumbo. I know the dog's name is Gumbo because it's yelled through the neighborhood a bunch of times. And the dog also has a tail that looks like it got broke in the middle. So it like goes to curl up and then it curls down and up again. Kind of like um, one of those red, white and blue uh, bows like that you would put on a float. Yeah. And, and it's a kid and I can't really blame the kid too much. He's just a kid, but our dogs are losing their minds and we're walking toward each other. It's like fucking go a different way. Yeah. We have two, you have one, yours isn't barking, keep walking. So we walked and, and we got away from him, but like the other guy was just 
oblivious. And then all of a sudden his dog was off the leash. And I have no idea how that happened. Yes, Roxy got out of, of her of her harness. Yeah. But the other dog was on a retractable leash, and then all of a sudden I see it just hanging. And I'm like, and I'm I'm close to this guy. I don't know who he is, you know? And it's like, ugh. So I grab Roxy by the scruff, and I hold her back, and then um, Ellen puts the harness on her, and I say to Ellen, I'm like, all right, you got her? And the fucking guy answers, and he says, yeah. I'm like, fuck, get out of here. I'm not talking to you, asshole. What the fuck? I'm not your friend. I don't want to be your friend. You're an idiot. You should have stopped and let us get to our house because one of us was already in the front fucking yard. Like, what the fuck? Uh, people are getting stupid. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought there was an etiquette to, to dogs. Like, if we see a dog and we're closer to the street, that we can take a turn on, we will. Yeah. Isn't that how it works? Like, it's like right away with cars. Like if, if you have the truck blocking your side of the street, so you have to go into the other lane, you stop and you let the car with the full lane go. Right. Yeah. (sighs) Not with fucking dogs. And it's like, he could have crossed over to the other side of the street and got a little bit of distance. And here's the thing that, that really, this is the second time it happened with that guy. Because it happened with uh, with Ellen and Nova, um, not that long ago, like, and I mean like three days. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but whatever. We'll get a fence and fuck them all. Don't care. Yeah, I mean, when we had the, you know, when we had the yard, it was great. I mean, the kids were out there and played with the dog mm. all the time, you know. Yeah. But occasionally, we'd throw her in the car and go, you know, when they, you know, go on a hike or or whatever. Or, oh yeah, you, you got to change it up. Sometimes, you know, like in the, like in the off season, mm. you know, go to Plum Island or something like that. And yeah, just run around. Um, we used to days. take um, Oscar and Boo to uh, Breakheart and walk through there. Yep. Yep. And there's another thing. Like I have this this Rottweiler colored looking pitbull dog, right? On a on a on a prong collar cuz I didn't know any better back then. I wouldn't do it now. I right. I didn't know any better back then. And this kid walking by, now Oscar didn't give a shit about you at all. If if you just, you know, did your own thing. Right. Dog, this kid, this like 14, 15 year old kid said dog and reached out <laughs> and Oscar got up on her hind legs, put his hand in her mouth <laughs> just enough so the kid would piss himself and never bit down. It was just, these are my teeth. <laughs> it's like, all right, kid, you had your fucking chance. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. It's like the, um, the, um. The kid that lives behind us, he's on the spectrum. He's allowed to go around unsupervised. This is the kid that chases turkeys I probably told you about. Yeah. He, um... The same thing. Huh? I'm allowed to do the same thing. Yeah, but if you chase a turkey and it claws the fuck out of your guts, you're going to be like, I, I deserve that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So this kid is uh, sort of friends with people in the neighborhood. And um, this kid, Cole, would hang out with um, his gra- at his grandmother's house because his mom worked at the school system. So he would get out before she did that kind of thing. And um, 
Cole and the girls got along really good. But but this other kid was a tag along. This is the kid that stood outside the front of the house and flipped off the window, dancing back and forth, yelling "fuck you" at my dog. <laughs> yeah, that's, and I'm standing there like, with my arms crossed. Decide that that's how you're going to spend your day. Well, I mean, he doesn't go to regular school. He doesn't. He goes to some a special school for um, behavioral stuff. Yeah. So. He got on the porch. They came on the porch to knock on the door um, to see if the girls were here. Um, this is probably about a year ago. And um, it's important to know that they were on our porch. And our porch is an enclosed porch. So there's a door you have to go through before you get to our technically our front door. But that's all going to change when we get another door to replace the storm door that's falling down. And it, then that's the actual front door outside. So anyway, Nova opens the door to talk to them. And she thought she had boxed. I forget which dog it was. Might have been Hera. Thought boxed her out. But she didn't. And she got through. And apparently the kid had a scrape on his hand. And the parents came to talk to us and said that it was a bite. I'm like, <sighs> I'm like that's that's not a bite. And second of, and second bite. of all... Second of all, yeah, guy, I know, I know how this works. Your kid walked onto my property, technically into my house, knowing that we had a dog. So he took the burden of, of the risk there by coming into a known situation that could have a potentially, you know, um, not bad outcome, but one you're not looking for. Yeah. If it was outside, if the dog had got loose, totally our fault. But you walk into our house and you're the one that said fuck you to my dog 15 times. You know, this dog remembers you. You're going to you're going to allow it. <laughs> yeah, plus we saw what it looked like. Nova had got a picture of it, but she didn't tell us right away because she was scared something would happen and she was like 9 so or whatever. So I get it. So it wasn't last year. But we explained, you know, like, that's the kind of shit we got to know about right away. But it looked like what happened was the dog jumped up and and her longer nails kind of clawed his skin a little. Yeah. Because a bite, it would have been on both sides. Uh, or there would have been multiple marks or something. It was it was a scrape, basically. And I don't even believe it came from the dog, to tell you the truth. Not that our dogs aren't capable of it. I got some scabs on me right now from some cuts. But, I mean, mostly they just want to meet new people. People they're totally fine with. It's it's other dogs that don't play the same way they do, that they're just not they're just not into it. Like you're gonna play and you're gonna run and you're gonna tumble, and I'm gonna make you. <laughs> it's like exercising with the rock. You're gonna do it his way, or <laughs> or you don't come back. So that was that was fun. I'm looking forward to it again tonight. Ugh. But we are we are working with Roxy. She's she, if she was a kid, she would she would be like I know spaz isn't a isn't a good word to use anymore. <laughs> um uh, Yep, you're gonna get some ah, some uh, some phone calls on that one right no but like i just said spaz isn't the right word to use but back in the 80s 
Roxy would have been a spaz if she was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything mentally wrong with her. She's a very smart dog. She's just over Excited. overstimulated, overexcited. Yeah. yeah. So. Fucking spaz. I like that. I, I love the dog. I mean, she's 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 a great dog. But God damn it. She has ADHD. <laughs> but Hera was like that too. And then she hit three and it's all of a sudden she turned into the dude, except when there's people around. Oh, really? Yeah. She's so chill. Um, most of the time, um, at night when we sit down and watch something, she just climbs on one of our laps and lays down. And then, you know how when a dog is so totally relaxed and ready to go to sleep, they all of a sudden get like twice as heavy. Yeah. That's every night. She's just totally content with all of us, which is, which is great. I just need Roxy to be that dog. They do that big sigh and it's just like the air goes out of them. It's just like, you weigh a thousand pounds now. You're like, yeah. Oh, you're like an empty raft. You're a 30 pound dog. How do you weigh 95 pounds? Well, it's like when kids get tired, too. You yeah. know, you're carrying your kid and they get tired. It's just like, wait a minute, you weigh 32 pounds. Oh, yeah. That's why That's why I always find it funny in movies. It's like you're carrying an unconscious body. There's no way. Yeah. There's no, no way you can do that because all of a sudden it turns into a 350-pound bag of sand. Yeah. They don't hold their heads up. Uh, they they. If you picked them up and you held arms uh, under the armpit... And arms behind the knees, they would try to slide between your arms down to the ground. Uh, That's just how it works. You got to pick them up and throw them over your shoulder. Exactly. That's what firemen do. Anyway. 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 So I went to the eye doctor the other day. Yes. And um, it was very interesting. I got there about 15 minutes early and I was met at the door and a woman check me she goes all right so when what time is your appointment I'm like 10 o'clock she's all right could you come back at five of i'm like all right fine you know mm-hmm. everybody's got masks and that whole thing so i went back in at five of right i actually while i was sitting in my car waiting to go back in um another woman sort of same thing but she comes she comes back and um to my, i don't know my problem i'm going to assume it was her husband in the car mm. he's like what's going on she goes, oh, well, they're having people wait a little bit. And he's just like, oh, God, more of this COVID bullshit. Uh, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to stay in my happy place and <laughs> yeah. you know, don't engage, don't engage. They'll be they'll be dead soon. <laughs> uh, Second wave, motherfucker. So <laughs> my happy place apparently includes phrases like, eh, they'll be dead soon. So, hey, everybody's um, happy place is different, right? Yeah. So, so I go back in, and it was it was really actually kind of interesting. A couple of questions, all right. Um, and then I go over to this other woman, and she takes my temperature. She asks me a bunch of questions, mm. um, and then um, I sit down, and then the dude comes to um, uh, bring me back to the exam room. But before we go back, he like totally wipes my chair down and oh. stuff like that. Where yeah. was this? This was actually at the eye place that's near your house. Oh, the um, micro surgical. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah Rick so, goes there. Um, so I um, 
so we go back and we do the whole thing and he's just like, oh, you know, chair has been wiped out. They're just like really um, diligent mm. about everything and letting you know like what they're kind of doing in terms of COVID and why they're doing things a little bit differently. Good. So I thought it, and it wasn't like it didn't add extra time. Uh, so in between like the time that like the, the first dude saw me and then I was going to actually see the doctor mm. you know i'm sitting in another waiting room chair doctor comes out he's just like all right frank you know hang on one second then he wipes down the chair and my first instinct was well i think you'd have minions for that yeah but, but that's you know, good that they're doing it too because nobody's yeah, nobody's exactly. above everybody's safety right. so that's nice it, right so i thought that was pretty cool so um so yeah we um we went and had um our conversation about my vision and all that weirdness and mm. uh dilated my pupils and he's like you got sunglasses i'm like yeah i'll be fine it was cloudy that day so oh, was, yeah but like later that day like i get home afterwards and and uh, like the eyes are still dilated like it's maybe an hour since right mm. so like they're still pretty dilated <laughs> but you know i'm in my house and it's you know i just you know i have the blade the 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 blinds drawn and stuff like that so right. but then i'm like oh let me go check the mail not even thinking i open <laughs> yeah, yeah. the door and it's just like oh <laughs> i live on the sun now <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it was it was blinding and what must have been absolutely amazing was whatever the person across the street saw when i opened that front door <laughs> because and i really wish this was video because i was i looked like kramer coming into jerry seinfeld <laughs> with that twitch <laughs> right that like my arms flailing and i was like ah <laughs> They probably thought you ran into and a that, spider web or something. No, but that's the thing. But the thing is, though, and then because I realized that I'm a ridiculous person, <laughs> I start laughing hysterically. Of course. But now I'm laughing hysterically with like my face covering my eyes, trying to walk <laughs> to the mailbox. I open the wrong mailbox at first. I'm like, that's a federal offense because I got my eyes dilated. <laughs> right. And again, all of this, I am laughing fucking hysterically again because i'm an idiot you know <laughs> like i just need to get back in the house where it's safe oh uh, um i took a nap <laughs> yeah yeah I just, I just need to shut down for an hour oh uh, yeah so yeah good show for whoever lives across the street <laughs> just like oh it's that fucking idiot went to the eye doctor again yeah. i've only had my my pupils dilated once um, really yeah they and they do me every year. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they never did it. But it was um it was it was interesting. Everything was yeah. everything was, was bright. <laughs> yeah. Just, yes, I'll have all the light in yeah. my eyes. Just bring it. Shovel it in. Uh yeah, super fun. <laughs> so um yeah, I talked to him about LASIK and he goes, Oh, it's like about $2,800 per eye. Mm. I'm like, for one thing, just say it's almost six grand. Yeah, okay? or or, like, or you could just say, all right, do half a one for me. Well, but that, that's the thing. It's just like, who the fuck does one? It's just like, you want um, to um, do I mean, a pirate? Snake Plissken? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, Thor. I, I want to, like, why do you, why do you, why, 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 why do you, 
does someone do you know what i'll do one this year i'll do one another year like maybe 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 there's for a year maybe people love monocles maybe you don't know (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know there may be an entire like sort of subsection of people out there who are really into monocles yeah they they all want to be um veronica there from heather's <laughs> wow, we did a Hogan's Heroes reference yep. and a Heather's reference. Yep. Same yep. breath. Nice. There we go. <laughs> yeah, folks, that's what we do here at the Ice. <laughs> what are you um what are you watching lately? Anything I started you- I started the Expanse. Uh, I got I heard the, that's good. I got through season 1. Um it's it's a it's I'm not sure how I feel about it yet um, because I've heard it talked up so much. Yeah, that's a risk. Yeah, but but it is very well written. The special effects, except for one scene, so I can excuse that, are very good. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the blocky ship designs. However, they do make sense from... Um, a production standpoint in that universe. I mean, you're not going to be building these, you know, beautiful looking curved things. You're going to have these functional blocky monstrosities, just fly, like tubes of, of freighter cars, yeah. you know, and that, and that makes sense. That's, that's fine. Um, I like how everything came together in the, in the last couple, last few episodes. That's always good when you have, multiple characters all kind of sort of in different ways moving toward the same goal um but the end of the first episode kind of sets up something real end of the first season sorry sets up something really big so i was going to um do the show today with you and then um over the weekend start in on season two because i'm not giving up on it i i like Almost all of the characters, um, as as you're as you're supposed to. Yeah. Oh, uh, haven't been sleeping great. Um, and um, yeah. So I mean, uh, I'm interested in um, reading the novels, getting you know more information, seeing all that because the first uh, the first season is based off the first novel. Uh, I think Tom Jane plays a great detective. Um, like a, I don't give a shit detective, but I care about this one thing kind of the kind of guy. Yeah. Um, he's got a kind of a Christopher Lambert vibe in this a little bit. I think it's cause he's got long hair and he, they do look a little similar. Um, so it would actually be kind of interesting. I think if they made another Highlander and Tom Jane was his son, cause who cares about age difference? They're immortal. Right. Ooh, uh, that reminds me. So yeah, I watched that and um, um, <laughs> go ahead. For those of you who can't read our minds, <laughs> um, we're talking about the old guard on Netflix, the um, Charlie Theron movie, which oh, was great. Yeah, I have to. Um, I got. I, I heard a, a more in depth description of that, and it sounds very interesting. Um, I re- so you watched it? No, no. Um, I only, I only got more information about what it's about yesterday. 
um, Reverend Scott on on Outside the Cinema uh, reviewed it, but didn't give away too many plot points. But I got a little more of what makes it stand apart from other things, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's an interesting pull for me. That'll that'll bring me in. What is that thing? Oh, I don't know if I want to say because it's brand new. We could do spoiler alert and tell someone to come back in a minute. Hold on, I could pause it real quick. No, um, <laughs> no, it's uh, basically the history of the characters. I think is the best way to say it. Okay. So uh, that knowing knowing a little bit of the background gives me some, like, oh, that's a that's an interesting take. I'll, I'll give yeah. that a shot. Um, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. It was really fun. And do they leave it open to do more? Um, they could do a sequel. Okay. They could. Plus, it's a comic book series. So. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, I can't, I can't so, like, keep track of it anymore. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's so much out there. Uh, but yeah, and I got to tell you, it was um, it was really good. And what sucks about um, like the internet and um, what do you call it? People? Yeah. Um, is that, you know, like watching any movie yep. um, requires a little bit of, you know, suspension of, of disbelief. Oh, absolutely. You know? So so when people go into this thing and it's like they start injecting this logic and why this isn't right, uh-huh. not even why it didn't work for them, but why it's wrong. Right. It's just like, oh, my God, like. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. It's, it's like, like the, it's God, a, I hope you're not immortal. It's like the people that complain about the, the fridge in a crystal skull. Yeah. And they forget that Indiana Jones survived a 50,000 foot fall out of an airplane with a fucking inflatable rubber raft. Yeah. He was dragged underwater on a submarine. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. you know, and, like, so also, cause you know what that scene, I think there are two people with the whole refrigerator scene. There are people who are just like, oh, he, he escaped a nuclear explosion in a fucking refrigerator. That's bullshit. Or there are people who are just like, he escaped a fucking nuclear explosion <laughs> in a refrigerator. That's awesome. I mean, I'll, he's in a fucking Jones. Yeah. He's a, he's a goddamn immortal superhero. <laughs> it's just like, right. Plus, Plus, it's all Han Solo's dreams anyway, so... True, true, yeah. But, like, so, when, when he realizes where he is, and you see he opens it up and it says lead-lined, I, I pointed at the screen, and I'm like, ah, ha, ha, you got me, movie, all right. <laughs> and it's, you just fucking go with it, because the second movie was about magic fucking rocks. Right, so... <laughs> and the first one was about magic dust, and the third right. one was about a magic cup. Yeah. So aliens is a step too far. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it lost me at that one. It was too unbelievable. I mean, to be fair, it could have been a better movie, but the plot idea was fine. Yeah, I thought the the you know the the point the the alien the MacGuffin or whatever mm. you want to call it, I thought that was perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but you know that gets you know a little bit shot down when you see. You know what the fuck? Even Stevens' kid swinging by <laughs> the stupid Tarzan with the monkeys thing—that was lame. You yeah. know, it's just like, oh man, why'd you go and do that? Yep. 
Yep. So, but, um, you know, plus they're just fucking fun popcorn movies. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's exactly it. They're not, they're not <laughs> anything not a documentary. more. No, it's the, it's the action movie equivalent of like a really good horror movie from the eighties. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's just a high profile serial film. Yeah. It's fun. People need to chill the fuck. I think the world started going to shit. When that Ghostbusters movie came out and everybody lost their minds. Nobody ever recovered from Ghostbusters. There was stuff before that, too, that, you know, people lost their shit over. They were just... Have you heard about the the backlash against the Last of Us sequel? No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Have you played it? No. I don't have the console that it's for. Oh, Oh, it's... I played the first one. the first it's, one was um, amazing. Yeah, it was really, really good. But I guess they did stuff. I haven't played it. Hmm. I mean, I like Dan played it for a while, and I watched, and it looks amazing. The yeah. sequel is fantastic. But I guess they do stuff in the story, and I don't want to spoil it, that I was a little surprised by. Um, but still, it's just like, all right, fine. But like, there's something that happens where – and then like in a video game, it's hmm. bad enough when it happens in movies, <laughs> but people go on the – the social media of the woman who voiced like a secondary, I mean, she's kind of a major character, but like a, a character and starts giving her shit. Like, well, I gotta put shit in your mailbox or whatever. It's just like, what is wrong with you? Sometimes man, I love the internet. Don't get me wrong. You know, hotel reservations, airline reservations, porn reservations or whatever. Um, (laughs) Double, double New Yorker reservations. There's right. lots. Of, oh no, I call and talk to a person. <laughs> so I don't need them critiquing my emails. Yeah. So, um, but it's just like, like, like everybody just shut the fuck up. Ugh. Calm down. It's a movie. It's a video game. All right. So let's see what's going on here. What's going on with the with the game? Upset by some of the story beats revealed in the leak. Uh, so we may hit some spoiler stuff here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this because I'm very curious now. Um, I am on Polygon for the for the article. It says um, the Dower Sage was set before release when part of the game leaked online. Sony, the game's publisher, said it had identified the people responsible, but not before some of the game's biggest twists had been made public. Upset by some of the story beats revealed in the leak in the game's LGBTQ representation, some bigoted reactionaries began a campaign to spoil the experience for other people. Um, Let's see. Death threats, anti-Semitic remarks, craziness that they couldn't have anticipated. Um, Hundreds of negative reviews on Metacritic. So what is the the issue? Um the girl's gay? That was one of them. Let me uh, let me uh, not in any kind of dickish way, okay? Who cares? Yeah. But then there's also a a character who dies. Is it Joel? We said spoilers. Yeah, we did. So, yeah, it is. That's okay. 
I a little bit of that did work. It's my work its way into my brain. Um, but since I hadn't played the game, I wasn't I wasn't really reading about it because I didn't yeah. want to spoil too much. But I don't I don't care at this point. Um, so what? Yeah. I mean, you played as Joel in the first one, but Ellie, right? That's her name. Yeah. She was she was the main character, main reason for everything that was happening. So, yeah. What does any of this matter? Yeah. And then there's like something to do with the 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 girl that Ellie's having a relationship with, or so I always want to call her Ellen because she reminds me of Ellen. <laughs> um, but um, so. But like, I guess her her romantic interest in this—that's the person that people were giving shit to. It's Why? Because like, they're fucking crazy. <sighs> anyway, yeah, that's what's insane. So, all right, end of spoilers, which is silly because the people who are avoiding spoilers will never know. Right. Um, well, that's the I, thing. Like, 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 um, what's her name there? Um, um, Leslie Jones and. Um, the girl that played Rose in the last Jedi, like, why are you, why are you doing this to people that were hired to do a job and then did the job? Right. I, why are you doing it at all? Anyway, like shut the fuck up, read a book. Really worry about shit that matters. I have, I have no issue with that female ghostbuster movie. I don't have an issue with it. Fine. It's like what? Like what do people expect it to be? I don't know. I take that as uh, the whole the whole universe that that's in is like an alternate dimension, uh, parallel dimension is what I meant to say. Version of the of the Ghostbusters that we know, and maybe maybe eventually the dimensions will merge, and that would be pretty awesome. Because I thought that there was. It was it was as good, if not better, than Ghostbusters too. Yeah, I thought it was perfectly fine. It's a Ghostbusters movie, like yeah. What do people want? People want exactly what they want, but if you give them exactly what they want, they want something new and different, but not that new and different. Right. People don't people don't know what they want, it, and it and it kind of falls back onto the oh I. Uh, I don't know art, but I know what I like. Do you yeah. know? Do you really? No, what they want, what they want, and what they like is to complain. Yeah, that's the thing. I yeah. honestly think that, like, a lot of these people walk out of a movie that they kind of like and would still be a little let down. It's just like, oh, I was good. I just I have nothing to bitch about. Yeah. And- and and then that would be the problem. It's just like, well, it didn't, uh, it didn't, uh, it didn't stir any passion in me. So what? It's Ugh. fucking Ant Man. Exactly. And you know what? I'm sorry if you did not get stirred with passion in the second Ant Man movie. Then you're a monster. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, I mean. With- there are so many movies, so many movies that we've either of us have walked out of and been like, "Yeah, that was fine." Yeah, but I don't think I don't. I think there's a there's a subset of people where fine isn't 
isn't acceptable. It has to be amazing or great or the worst thing ever or intentionally made bad. Like nothing can ever be 50%, 65%, a C plus, you know, two and a half stars. But guess what? Majority of the stuff is. Yeah, man, I don't understand people. People suck. I think I think it's 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 the need for drama. People that especially, you know, that that don't communicate with people a lot or are in a bubble of of hatred ever since let's say Phantom Menace. Um <laughs> Yeah. It's like it's like it's like it's like the girl that my kids are are not friends with anymore who constantly needs to be stirring up shit because she thrives on conflict and people need to realize that they don't need to thrive on conflict they can like what they like and not care what anybody else has to say right you like the three stooges i knew that was gonna come up no but you know what i'm not gonna make fun of you for it anymore because you have terrible taste and that's fine i just <laughs> it's only you know, a joke for the show <laughs> i um i saw this funny interview it was from last year when uh paul mccartney was on with colbert okay and um colbert was saying he's just like you know you guys wrote so many great things you guys wrote so many great things so many people do so many covers of of the Beatles music, blah, blah, blah. You guys, you guys did so much great stuff. And he goes, well, how does that, how does that work? How do you do that? And, um, Paul McCartney goes on this thing. He talks about, you know, well, his dad was a musician and you get some stuff just, um, you know, like you, you, you're like a sponge or he, he actually used a computer metaphor, which I thought was pretty interesting. Okay. Um, so he's just like, yeah. And he goes, oh, and you know, and also my aunties would come over and play. And my, when my dad's arthritis got too bad, I, um, you know, I took over playing the piano. So there's always some music going around. And he went on, I mean, and he, and he talked about that for, you know, like six or seven minutes about his, you know, when he was a kid and all that. And, you know, he, you know, it was great with the band and all that I kind of I think I stuff. see where this is going. And then he go goes, ahead. And then he goes, he goes, and I'm a genius. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking, and it was like dead perfect. It was so like perfect timing. It was nice. just so great. And every time I see him do an interview, or when I saw him do the um, the Wired autocomplete interview, oh, I haven't seen that one. I'll watch that after the show. Oh, it's so fucking charming. It really uh. is. He's such a just a nice guy, huh. you know, after, I mean, and he's got to be several thousand years old by yeah. now. Yeah. So, but he's, you know, very energetic and, and he's, I don't know, he's just pretty, I, I just really enjoyed it. Huh. That's funny. That's very so, funny. Yeah, it was, it was really funny. He was just like, well, plus I'm a genius. So. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. I so, like that there's no credit given to anybody else. <laughs> right just him well he just has to outlive one more right yeah ringo right was ringo the one that's left yeah 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 they'll be in a death match for sure at some point if one of them is gonna die is gonna be this year oh don't say that oh no this year is fucking terrible for deaths 
for everything. You know? Yeah, for everything is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so just to finish up the story that we um, that we had about uh, uh, Naya Rivera from yeah. Glee. Yeah, they did find her body the other day, and that was just a damn shame. And, I was actually kind of kind of really upset about that because it's not, and it's not like I followed her career or liked her more than other people or anything. But it was just the man. She was just trying to have a nice day with her kid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that, that, that's too bad. Yeah. And I, um, I said, I said, Ellen too. Huh? Beyond beyond what I ever saw her in, like with Glee, I don't I don't know what else she was doing or right. any other stuff. I I think she was in a thing. She's in a few things. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. I haven't really been following her career. I wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't say, oh, a huge fan. I'm just, I'm a, you know, a passing fan. I remember from Glee. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, a, it's just a damn shame. I, I can't think of too many people I would um, wish that kind of death on. I can, <laughs> I can, say- <laughs> I can give you a top 10. <laughs> Do you want the list alphabetically or in chronological order? Or, or how soon I'll make it happen? Right. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, yeah. all ten of them live in D.C. By the way. <laughs> oh, oh. Speaking of D.C. and Washington, um, the thing we never thought would happen has happened. He quit. Oh no! Oh my God! I'd be over at your house, mask or no mask. <laughs> no, the Washington Redskins are changing their name. Oh yeah. I actually saw something pretty funny about that. They said the Washington Redskins have decided to change their name, yeah. you know, understanding that it's offensive and all that, blah, blah, blah. And they've decided to change their name to the D.C. Redskins. Yeah, yeah. They said there was supposed to be another announcement soon that would be shocking. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be that the owner's selling the company. That would make the most sense because he said he would never change the name over his dead body. So Oops. not owning them anymore, I think, is equivalent to dead body. So, yeah, maybe he's just going to sell them. Well, he had a good run. And um, in the bingo triage of 2020, who had White House hawking Goya beans on their what? card? Right? <laughs> what Nobody. the fuck is going Goya. on? You think that man has ever put a Goya bean anywhere near his face? Yes, yes. Trump Tower makes the best taco bowls. Happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Remember? Yes. Yeah, but do you really think that he paid for, you know, brand name beans? No, he didn't. <laughs> he did. <laughs> They're just extra large mouse turds. Right. He's like, yeah, this will be fine. Don't worry about it. No one will know. No one's going to ask. Uh, the Daily Show did a thing the other day called What Was He Asked About? And I only saw the thing on Facebook, but they give his response, and then they give you a list of four things. Oh, that's fun. And I got every one of them wrong. Because, <laughs> I'll be honest, they could have asked him anything. Okay. I'll try and find the audio and throw it on the end of the show. All right, um, cool. It, it's not going to work as well without seeing the four options, but they will say, you know, 
they'll play the question and then the answer. It's like it's like if you asked me, hey, how was your day going? And I talked to you about agrarian business practices. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see his press conference the other day? Yes. It was it was it was like like I'm watching, I'm just like, oh my god. What are you talking about? Yeah, nobody nobody knows. Um, nobody. Oh, did you hear Jim Acosta's response? He was on with Anderson Cooper. And yeah. Anderson Cooper goes, folks, if you haven't heard this, this is hilarious. Anderson Cooper says, so is there anybody, like, are there any adults in the room when he just goes on a ramble like this? And Jim Acosta's just like, no, Anderson, it's just Kool-Aid drinkers and next to kin at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, straight up. <laughs> No, he's just like I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. <laughs> that oh my was god! Amazing. Oh, that was <laughs> that was that was great. That's oh. such a succinct description of he what's going so on. He is so tired of this. Really, he's going to be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go find a little town, work on a little town newspaper where the biggest <laughs> story is like who wins the little league comp like <laughs> World series or something. He's saying like, the fuck out of Washington. Yeah. Uh, uh, so funny. I did. Um, what was I going to say? I was also little- who, who calls an emergency press conference and then rambles. He was seriously. I thought that he was going to talk about what the CDC bullshit guidelines for schools were going to be. This is all our our mistake. This is all our fault for expecting an emergency press conference to have any kind of substance to it. That's on us. Well, for him, he's just like it's an emergency. People might not like me. I got news for you, son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh. That's that's been a thing for a while. <laughs> for way longer than he re- than he realizes. Right. Anyway, so the other day, what? I don't know. I was. I thought I had oh. a thing, and it <laughs> left my head, and it's gone. I I don't know. God, I was, maybe the Alzheimer's is kicking in. Can't wait for that. Oof! Every day's a new day. Right. <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. So I applied for a job. Oh yeah. Yeah, I applied for that digital digitization technician job at the Peabody Essex Museum. Um, cool. You're down as a as a reference, as a personal reference. You are business partner. Okay. And I have um, our old manager, our old manager, general manager, oh. and my old supervisor. Um, not that I'm complaining, because I'm not complaining about the place I just applied to. But I don't know if maybe they're aware that you submit an application and then you go through all these these different fill-in-the-block kind of things. If I sent a cover letter and a resume, why would you have work experience that I would then have to fill out? Yeah, I know. I can't stand that. And the, pro- the 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 really the only problem I have with it is that it auto populated from my resume, but it didn't do it a hundred percent correct. So I'm afraid I sent incorrect information, like if I overlooked a date or something. But also the line where it says job duties, like you couldn't expand the window, so it was just a single line that I had to arrow my way through to read everything. Oh, really? Yeah, so that that was just an extra level of stress. Like, I know I can do the job 
Absolutely. Yeah. I can be very delicate. If I can be delicate with film, I can be delicate with, with pages and paper and stuff like that. Um, actually, the 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 what I would end up doing, like preserving, literally preserving history is actually kind of a really cool idea to me. Um, yeah, that is cool. And I would be, I would be all in on that. That would be, that would be great. I would do my best to, to you know, obviously do all of it. Like I'm trying to convince you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's in, it would it would be in the in the in the library that they have in Rowley, um, so I wouldn't have to go to Salem every day. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I thought, take you like twenty minutes. That's yeah. Funny. I used to work at uh, at the Blockbuster in Rowley, and it, it took like no time. So that's fine with me. I, I that's cool. Just everybody, collective fingers crossed. Yeah, just need an interview. That's it. I think I think past an interview. Plus, uh, the other the other plus I have is that you know ten years in a museum setting already. And I, I want to get back into one because I just like yeah. the way they operate. So, I don't know. We'll see. You like the security of a nonprofit organization? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't use that phrase. No, I don't. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> what What I can say is that I like how they protected their staff from from you know you shut down and you made sure it was safe and you have all these safeguards in place. And that's, that is absolutely something I'm looking for in a company. Are they open again? Not yet. Which is why I got my resume in before they opened and the web department's like, Oh, this should have come down six weeks ago. So <laughs> yeah. Cause it's been there for a while and I figure, well, if nobody's working, then they're not going to take it down. So it's still posted. Yeah. So I can make sure that I have everything dead on that I need. I only needed still that's that's like one of those things you would think that during COVID they could do. Yeah, or know? maybe nobody I mean, had applied for it. Once and, they uh, staff it. Yeah. Well that, yeah. I mean if you have one person coming in two, three days a week and another person doing the others that could be done. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know how the whole system works. I know it's a new building, so it has new building smell. That should be nice. Um <laughs> But yeah, so it's uh it's the most stressful thing. I'm I'm totally fine. Like first day walking in, not knowing anybody, because you hired me, so I belong here. It's the it's the it's putting yourself out there. It's kind of like it's kind of like dating in a way. I hope you like me enough to see me again. <laughs> and you only have like an hour to convince somebody, you know? Well, as someone who tries to date and then like I'll make a plan and then I'll cancel because <laughs> because <laughs> did I tell you about the time I didn't go on a date because I didn't want to get a haircut? <laughs> I'm going to say that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> No, but no, you didn't. Because we were gonna like get together and like it was like we were gonna get together on like a Sunday morning or something like that, and like 
this was like a Wednesday night. We decided, okay, we'll do this on Sunday. So I'm kind of looking at my calendar and this was when I still like did two jobs. So I'm just like, all right, so Thursday, Friday, I have no time to like in between jobs, enough time to get a haircut. Mm. Saturday, I have to work and then I just, and it was just, I would have had to <laughs> rush and it would have been a thing. I was just like, uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you're going to be worth rushing for i didn't say that and i didn't have that conversation with her yeah i i just sort of like i think it was on friday so i'm going you know it's just uh, i'm just not i'm not ready to do this right so i'm just not i'm just not ready to make an effort for another human being right now that's that's understandable i mean that's that's a huge step that's yeah there's there wasn't enough compelling to (laughs) All right, maybe I went a little too far with that one. So, but um, yeah, I was um, not going to do that. So, yeah. hey, here's so, the headline. Yeah. Kaylee McEnany, whatever her name is, you know, press yeah. corps Barbie. Science right. should not stand in the way of schools being full of kids this fall. And to that, I say, go fuck yourself twice. Yeah, I just, yeah. Colorado, the state of Colorado, or Kansas, I can't remember because it was yesterday and it doesn't really affect me, um, delayed the start of school three weeks to see what happens. Oh, really? In the meantime. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, good, good idea. That's that's doing something. (laughs) Just see, you know, making that announcement and then going, your move, Orange, your move. (laughs) What you got? But I don't understand why the president is so fucking hot to trot on throwing kids back into school. Somebody told him, right? Somebody told him that's what has to happen. And that's why he's all he's all like, fucking, we're going to do this. Because then people go back to work and then the federal government doesn't have to keep doing stimulus stuff. Well, tough shit. Uh, and then the economy starts to look a little bit better, which is crazy because like the stock market might look better. The stock market doesn't seem to be paying much attention a little bit here and there, yeah. but it's, it's just like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. About but it's it. not, that's not even a great indicator of the actual economy. Anyway, no, it's not at all. It's not at all. The stock market is not the economy. Thank no. you. Kai Rizdahl. Yeah. So, no, the stock market is how well a company's doing. So if you look at Amazon, I mean, they're fucking bonkers right now. So the economy's great, right? Is that where we're at? Yeah, no, it's it's not great. It's it's a mess. So, <laughs> but um, Amazon's but it, doing fine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah. So I, I think that's like Trump. So I think Trump is really just hoping that the economy turns around so that he can say, you know, um, the economy is 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 great, and you should reelect me and mm-hmm. all that. What I'm really, really nervous about are all these people who hate Biden so much that they're like, well, I'm not going to vote for him. Then don't vote. I mean, well, that's... no, I want them to. Well, I mean, in Massachusetts, I mean, let's be honest. It yeah, doesn't matter. Right. So, I mean, um, but in, in swing states, yes, go fucking vote. Mm. Although how someplace could be a swing state and anyway now, my God, anyone who's going to vote for Trump is probably going to be dead. <laughs> COVID's yeah. going to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. So, um, 
but yeah, this is it's and he's trying to sweep the whole COVID situation. Oh no, things are fine. We're doing, you know, we get we're doing so much. It's so he's so crazy because he's like, yes, we're doing tons of testing and that's fantastic, but we need to stop testing because it keeps bringing up all these bad cases. Well, you know, pick a lane, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have one. He has. No. He has whatever people are telling you, telling yeah, him to whatever do. Whatever the last shiny thing was, you know, that, you know, went into his face. Mm-hmm. He's just dumb. He is. He really is. And I think he's getting, he's getting on worse, obviously, as the days go on. People, people think maybe um, his, he has syphilis brain and it's just rotting or it's dementia or it's a it's a number of different things all at once i mean he used to have sex with everybody so yeah you would think with a wiener that small it would get satisfied a lot easier well you know there's so much time is taken to find it you know and then and then he has to convince you that it is fully erect right and then and then he gets distracted when someone just is just sort of subconsciously, you know, humming the the Mario theme. <laughs> mm. Or he sees a picture of his daughter on the nightstand. Right? Yeah, that throws him off. Yep. It's, it's craziness. I swear to God, if a reputable source came out and said to us, "Yeah, he had, he 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 raped his daughter," I I wouldn't be surprised. Nothing surprises me at this point. That's why she's holding up the can of Goya beans. They remind me of his testicles. Yeah, shriveled, black, and full of and they, and they no taste, and they pass right through you if you don't chew them. Right. <laughs> I don't know. The beans might taste fine. I have no idea. Uh, um, hey, you know what else I watched? No, something Check good? Something, something, something actually, yeah, the opposite good. of what we're talking about? I was, uh, yeah, it was recommended to me from one of my Starbucks customers. Um, it's on Apple TV Plus, um, which apparently I have for I think a year because I bought a computer. Mm. So, um, so it was the Beastie Boys documentary. Oh yeah, it is so good. I'm about it. I, I, I don't think I'm halfway through. Okay. Um, but it's really good. It really is. And I was never like I liked them, mm. you know, but never a big, huge like follower of the band. But okay. um, the two remaining members, they're like on this big, huge stage and they're like telling the story and there's like video and, you know, pictures behind them. I mean, I forgot that they were so young when they were doing this. Like, oh, yeah, they were like 16, 17 years old when they were starting. Yeah. Isn't there only one left now? No, there's two. I thought only one. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they were like six because they're like about a year or two older than me. Okay. And, you know, it's just amazing, like what they were doing, you know, when I was like their age, Mm. you know, going to bars and doing music and all this stuff that they were doing in New York. It was was pretty amazing. So I'm looking forward to... um, you know, watching more of it looks, it looks, um, it's, it's been pretty fun. So that's when I couldn't sleep last night at like two o'clock in the morning. It's just like, Oh yeah, definitely. Let's watch something. Cause you have to get up in three hours. So this is, <laughs> <a smart idea. laughs> so 
Now, for some uh, reason, I thought Mike D had died. Nope. Okay. Nope. Otherwise, they're doing one hell of a weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, well, yeah. So it was just it was just um, it was just uh, MCA. Yeah. Adam Adam Youch. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Eight years ago. Mm, yeah. Doesn't yeah, seem doesn't seem that long ago. I know. I know. Huh. So. Uh, yeah, so that's been pretty good. So I'd recommend anybody to uh, to to check that out. It's uh, they're pretty good. They're, they're really fun. It's fun because like I guess they did the show a couple of times. Okay. Um, and then they like they like had a couple of like technical glitches, and they're like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> just, but it was cool, you know. You know, like they're just they're just guys who you know were having a good time when they were teenagers, and it mm. just you know, worked out really well. Yeah, really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's really fun. Huh. Um, did I already complain about the end of um, uh, Parks and Rec? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I'm watching Shit's Creek now, which I highly recommend. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta try that. I've heard some high Super recommendations funny. on that. Um, hey, I got I'm, another Star Wars complaint. Oh, great. Okay. We should make this a segment. I'm gonna try to. And this one's kind of a smaller one, but it's a two parter. Okay. So I understand that they had to get the Death Star plans onto that disc that Leia would have put into R two. Yeah. But they didn't have to actually write it onto a disc and then run it to the ship. It is possible that they could have transmitted those plans to every ship's computer at the end of Rogue One that was that was up in the sky over Scarif. And then every ship would have had it. At which point then, Vader Star Destroyer just blows the shit out of everybody. You know? Maybe yeah. maybe just the capital ships, not the freighters or anything like that. Uh the the starfighters, I mean. Um but like um you know, what's his face? Admiral um God damn it. I really like that character and I can't remember his name. Ozel? No, the um the blue the blue um Akbar looking guy. Oh, uh, Thrawn? No. The blue Akbar looking guy. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember his character's name, but I like him. Um, All I heard was blue, and I'm like, Thrawn! Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Settle down. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's awesome. It's <laughs> so, instead of the Death Star firing at their own base on their own planet, why didn't they fire at the Rebel fleet? I don't know. Yeah. Don't send Vader in that close. Fire at Oh fuck. I gotta look his name up now because I don't I don't remember. Well, I'm reading um this book now about when Hera Radis. Admiral Radis. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm reading this book about um like Kanan and Hera before they met. Mm. Um so that's been pretty cool. And there's an Admiral uh, an imperial admiral that I'd um, come across before. Actually, she might be still be a captain now. Ray Sloan. 
Yeah, she's been in a bunch of books now. Yeah, I love her. I'm like a huge fan of her. Yeah, she's like a fan favorite. Yeah, she's great. She may actually show up in that um, Squadrons game, from what oh, I understand. Really? Yeah. Oh, did you hear about the Bad Batch? They're going to do a Bad Batch show? Yeah. I wasn't, that, sound- I wasn't that into it. I I liked all of them except like the big guy who was just too cartoonish for me. He was. He was like the thing from the sixties. Right, yeah. I didn't like the main the the leader, the Rambo guy. It was a little too homagey for my taste, you know? Yeah. Well maybe if they if they're gonna do a series, maybe they'll like kind of dial some of it back a little bit yeah. and let them, you know, take the time to let the characters grow a bit. I'm gonna be honest. I'll watch uh, it. I'll watch it, and um, I'll probably enjoy it and uh, not complain about it. But it's yeah. like there's so many other things that we all want to see. Like do a do a young Han Solo going up against Darth Maul's crime syndicate. Can we have uh, that, please? I um I I say just like you know we got that one little bit of them and it reminded me of when we first met Ahsoka mm. like if you look at Ahsoka from the Clone Wars movie yeah you know compared to what she's like in the show mm-hmm. it's just like oh my god what a fucking jerk she was and that, like what a she was so annoying in that movie yeah it's just like oh god just cut her down anakin no one would know just, right right <laughs> just cut her in half right yeah. now but she, she became so important and so empathetic like sympathetic and and she was such a great character yeah yeah then that's all feloni dave feloni doing his thing yep. yeah so yeah, yeah. more please <laughs> right exactly yeah him and um the elf guy. Him and yeah, Favreau. Thank you. Oh, they know they know Star Wars, I think, better than anybody else that's doing stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. But Filoni, I what I like about Filoni, and you probably saw this on the Mandalorian stuff, when he talks about like his conversations with um Lucas. Mm. You know, Lucas is is still really involved in a lot of what's going on. Yeah. As sort of a like, all right, this is the world and the like the you know really sort of like like foundational kind of stuff yeah which i think is great i think that's a great place for him as a, as a creator overseeing his his you know his worlds that's fine but i mean the man has had some terrible ideas yeah. that's what it was that's 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 it that's it i got i got two comparisons for you Okay. okay, so this administration is like George Lucas making Phantom Menace. No <laughs> one will say no to him. Yep. That's what it felt like. That's what Phantom Menace felt like, is that everybody was like, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Well, because everybody was excited to be working on the first, you know, Star Wars That's movie, true. That's true. Know. And um, I was... Uh, with the with the people working on the house, I had the dogs in here, and Nova was in the, in here with me. And I don't know, we got onto the subject of GI Joe, which then led me to you know, oh, this was one of the first figures I had. This is Cobra Commander. I always loved the you know the costume he had and all that. And yeah. I said, and here's him in the cartoon. You got to listen to his voice. He is not the character you think he is when you look at him. And 
he is the whiniest motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like on the on the face of the earth. Skeletor is like so much above him. Starscream, who's voiced by the same actor, is like a military genius compared to Cobra Commander. And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, that's it. That's where our president got all of his cues from. That's the audio I'm gonna use at the end of the show. <laughs> is is uh Cobra Commander losing his shit for like five minutes. Because he's basically a child throwing temper tantrums. And I'm like, oh my God, that's got to be what it's like in the Oval Office. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking Pence's Destro, who's like, can we just do our political jobs like we're supposed to and execute the gays (laughs) like you promised I could? (laughs) And then you got got his fucking kids, Tomax and Zamot, running around. And obviously, obviously, Kaylee McEnany is Dr. Mindbender spinning all that shit around. <laughs> she is the worst. She really is. They finally found somebody, though, that will say anything he fucking wants her to. Yeah. Did you um? Did you hear that Kellyanne Conway and um, what, like, they... They turned off their kid from social media. Like they took her phone and shut down her social media accounts because Kellyanne Conway's kid, this super liberal teenager, yeah, yeah. or she's just like, fuck these guys. My mother is a witch and my yeah. father is right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine having such opposite political ideology and being married. I mean, but then again, I can, because to them, it's not a moral standing. It's not a thing. It's a job. Right. So. Yeah. That's just the team they're on this time around. Yeah. And that's, that's, that should be eye opening for way more people than it actually is. Is these people uh, are part of something that tells them to behave a certain way and they do. And then. They can all talk to each other afterwards. I mean, that used to be the case. But if two people can be married to each other and be polar opposites, like polar opposite ends of the galaxy opposites, it seems. Yeah. Then all of this is a fucking joke on our part. We are the punchline, aren't we? Oh, yeah. We're all just, you know, we're all just, you know, ants in their big game because they're all just making a shit ton of money. Yeah, and they're not well, even they're not even good at hiding their game anymore. Nope, not at all. Well, that's that's what ends up happening. Like when somebody cheats on you, for instance, not that I have a lot of experience in this field, um, but when somebody cheats on you, eventually they get sloppy because they get comfortable with it, and then they don't give a shit if you find out because they don't care anymore. Right. Because what's the worst that can happen? You leave. Right? I think I saw Will Smith wearing that (laughs) t-shirt. I don't understand what's going on there, but Hollywood Uh, relationships are so weird to me. But you know what? I just, you know, it was, it's exact. it reminded me actually of like when Clinton got his blowjob. Yeah. There are exactly two people in the world that story should matter to. It's Will Smith and his wife. And, (laughs) you know, by extension, their kids. But it's their family issue. Yeah. You know, just... 
Who cares? Who the fuck? Like, who cares? And you got people making comments and like, this is the hill I'm going to die on. He's wrong. She's wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Go play with your kids. Jesus. Yeah. Read to the blind or something. Do something else. (laughs) I will say what's come out of that old Clinton thing, though, is that she is. Have you seen her talk about about cyberbullying and abuse and stuff? Monica? Monica? Yeah. Oh, I follow her on Twitter. She's awesome. She is. She's yeah. she's a, an amazing person. Yeah. And the fact that now uh just so just so many things like the, her her quip, her comeback of, yeah, well were you na- by, named by first and last name in 450 rap songs? Right. <laughs> it's like she um someone Someone tweeted something out about, you know, hey, everybody, you know, if you're in your 20s, go out there now and have some fun because, you know, you know, it's it's not like it's going to matter. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Monica Lewinsky's like response to that was, um, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Anyway, it's so funny to me that Hillary stuck by Bill through the whole thing with the ultimate goal of her becoming the first female president. And then she fucked it up. Yeah. How do you fuck that up? Uh, mm, Yeah, uh, seriously. Talking about like, you know, just dancing a hundred yards from the finish line. (laughs) Yeah. It's right? all it's all of those don't celebrate too soon videos you see on, on every YouTube. single one. Yeah. yeah. She's like the poster child for all of those. Yeah. So um who are we thinking Biden's also, gonna Also poster uh, child What? Poster child for what? I was gonna say also poster child for give your husband a blowjob once in a while. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who do we uh who do we think he's gonna Biden's gonna take as his running mate? Um I don't know yeah it's a little it's up in the air right now yeah it'll 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 be interesting to see i'm um i'm really curious to see how that plays out i would love and this is just me being a sadistic bastard wanting to watch a person die of an aneurysm on tv at the first debate i would love for him to say can i just take a moment i just want to announce my running mate here um so everybody knows it's official. Uh, Michelle Obama will be my running mate, and then just watch Trump roll over dead. Oh man, I would never stop laughing. No, no, no. He chose Michelle Obama, who would be a pretty decent choice. Absolutely, a great choice. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I think she'd be great. I mean, we all saw the Perfect Gentleman with Eddie Murphy, right? It's all about name recognition, right? And. <laughs> All they have to do is flip the names on the files they already have, right? <laughs> Just put Biden on top and Obama on the bottom. That's it. Done. That's it. Think of the money they'll save on, on, you know, T-shirts and stuff. Fuck, they could just use the old ones. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> I'll put that back out in my yard. <laughs> I, think Joe, I think Joe Biden would either, A, not notice it, or just be totally cool with it. I think he would be. Hey, as long as I get in the office. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he is nowhere near the choice I would want, but he's far no. and away better than that rancid sack of orange dildos that we have in office now. 
Oh yeah, I actually have a rancid sack of orange dildos, and um, the uh, foreign policy positions are really compelling. That's because they're made in China, duh. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So they have more foreign policy experience, yeah, <laughs> than the president does. <sighs> Man. I saw somebody in it. It might have been the thing you you had posted. It was a, a fake letter from Tommy Lee to the president, oh, where he ca- awesome. he calls the president an off brand butt plug or a rancid yeah. off brand butt plug. I'm like, yeah, that's I like that. That's good. <laughs> uh, all that guy's letters are are pretty funny and disturbing at the same time. Yeah, that's. Can't wait to see what happens. I'm going to try and figure out a way for us to um, um, cover the, what's it called? The election? Yeah. Yeah. And we could do or it just like this where I have audio running and, and you're following along. Because ha- having um, having two different different places to look actually wouldn't be a bad thing. Because we could do... We could do like the debates, yeah. and I could share my screen on Zoom. Ah. Well, let's see if there will be debates. <laughs> right. I I hope there is. I I want to see a debate. I want to. There'll be one uh, because because I think that would be um, fantastic. Yeah. Kind of hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because Trump will just talk about whatever he wants to talk about. He'll probably bring up Hunter quite a few times. <laughs> and then and yeah. then he'll say, Yeah, well, I don't have my daughter hocking beans on your you know, on the official White House page, you fucking orange doofus. Right. I would be fired from everything so fast if I debated the president. <laughs> and then I would also be a hero at the same time, but half the country would hate me. You miserable twat. Are you fucking serious? All right, your your time is over. I'm like, just put a delay on this shit. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Sometimes, oh. sometimes I sit and I think, I'm amazed there hasn't been an attempt on his life. And I'm not suggesting, but he has pissed off so many people. I'm surprised there hasn't been a credible threat or anything. Not that I'm not that I'm saying that there that I'm making one. It's like then it's like when there was when Dan Quayle was the vice president that <laughs> you know, it was like the standing order was that if something happens to the president, the Secret Service has orders to shoot Dan Quayle. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point now, if anybody's like, you know, saying things that normally would get the um the secret service involved you know the kind of stuff i'm talking about the illegal yeah. kind of stuff right death now they're just like president. huh death threats to the president yes now the secret services would be like yeah i get it <laughs> just don't do it okay yeah, you know wear a mask we don't right? have enough time to track down all of you motherfuckers that are saying <laughs> this stuff wear a mask drop your license you know just somebody will pardon you along the way just you know hang tight yeah (laughs) so there'll be a game show i'm sure the way things are going 
I saw I saw an ad or a YouTube video for a gun that auto aims. It's an auto aiming sniper rifle. Really? Yeah. Well, highly assistive aiming. I mean, you got to get it close, and then it dials itself in. And um, military people were saying, you know, thousands of hours to become a sniper, um, but you could after about thirty minutes hit the same targets with this gun. So what do they do? Is it on like some sort of stand or something? The so that... company didn't say. <laughs> so I don't know. But I mean, it could just be minor. I mean, minor movement in um, in in all the parts that, that, that attach up to the barrel. Just, you know, a fraction of a fraction of a degree would be could be you know dozens of degrees a thousand yards away so i don't know i need to look more into it it's a fascinating idea all right so um speaking of idiots yeah. chuck woolery oh yeah that guy he's been an idiot for a long time this isn't new but did you hear what like the tweet like so he 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 writes that you know he's you know the most outrageous lies are about COVID nineteen. Everyone's yeah. lying. The CDC, the media, and then the next day, mm-hmm. he my son tested positive for the virus. Yep, he feels for those suffering, and especially for those who have lost. It's like a true I Republican. Oh I don't God. care about it till it happens to me. Right? Yeah. It's just amazing. It's just like. You know, his son is probably like, thanks, dad. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine having a famous parent that says stupid shit? Like if you're Jenny McCarthy's kid. Yeah. Can you imagine having to live that stuff down in school? Like, I think pretty much anything we say in context on this show um, is defendable through, you know, being a good citizen and caring about other people and wanting stupid people to just jump off the earth and never come back, you know, a rapture situation, you know, the normal stuff. Yeah. Um, but we've never said terrible things about groups of people, except maybe star Wars fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and people that hate women. I don't understand that whole thing. Oh, we don't want women in roles. I'm like, well, why do you not like seeing women in movies? <laughs> I don't understand. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. I None. don't. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Like I, you know, pick the best person for the role, and then shut the fuck up about it, everybody. Just oh, Disney did a did a musical of the Little Mermaid, and the Little Mermaid was black. My question was. Well, how's her singing? Because that's what fucking matters. Right. Ugh. I don't I don't get it. I don't I just don't fucking get it. This country's in a world of pain, son. Oh my god, it's the death throes of stupidity, I'm hoping. I think I think what do you think? We're good? Hour and a half of what the fuck is going on outside my yeah, front door. Yeah, most definitely. <sighs> Thank most. you for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Um, again, let us know what you're watching during the whole. You know. Yeah, what what we should watch? What what we what we missed? Um, because, um, I never. I to, if I have to watch, you know, 
the office again. Have you have you watched Brooklyn Nine Nine or Bob's Burgers? Those are on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't like Hulu because I don't like commercials. Well, you just pay like three dollars more and they're gone. Well, I'm also cheap. That is a problem. Yeah. Choosy beggars. Yep. <laughs> choose Jiff. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I am yeah. um I am really dying to connect my TV to things to see what happens. Oh yeah, I need to know. Because because if it's the volume button, I'm gonna punch myself in the <laughs> fucking throat. I swear to God. <laughs> Seriously. That what would an be asshole funny. That I would am. be funny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go do that, and I have to eat something because it just occurs to me that I haven't eaten anything since a piece of pumpkin bread at 10:30. Oh wow. Yeah, I, sometimes I forget to eat. No, I I totally get that. It was my my third shift job um, back in the early '90s. I would eat at the cafeteria um, at like I want to say like two o'clock in the morning. That would be lunch, and then I wouldn't eat until like the next day. Yeah. And now, like, I eat dinner and then I'll like snack. Like when the dog had the dogs in here, I'll just make this quick. When I had the dogs in here when they were doing the work. Uh, I'm assuming they're done because I don't hear any more noise, by the way. Um, uh, it was it was me, the two dogs, Nova, and a bowl of Cheez-Its. Because the dogs fucking love Cheez-Its. They love Slim Jims more. Lost you. Oh. Nope, I totally lost you for a second. I heard me and that was it. Okay, but you, you can hear me now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The dogs love Cheez-Its, uh, uh, but uh. they love Slim Jims more. Really? Yeah, you could hide a Slim Jim in five Ziploc baggies, one inside the other, in my (laughs) car down the street, and they'll find it. So that's what we're gonna. That that's Ellen's gonna gonna stop at the pet store, grab some. uh, Oh, that's the thing too. Like she's gonna get some of the calming meds for the dogs, you know, to maybe chill them out. And and you know how last week I'm like, I really wanna I want to try some edibles so like I can sleep and not have nightmares and maybe be a little more chill. But you know what the sad part about the whole thing is? What? The idea of going to get them <laughs> fills me with so much anxiety I can't bring myself to do it. Because it's something I know nothing about. And I, one thing that really, I hate the word triggers, but one thing that really triggers me is going into a place coming up to the front of the line and this could just be from decades of working in a fucking movie theater concession stand and not knowing what i what i want oh yeah so i can't do it i don't know i don't know what will get me nice and mildly stoned you know and relaxed and chill and um so uh unless somebody wants to send some to me i'm not going to be taking any at all because i just can't do it (laughs) i just can't go to the store and get it I've never had consistent results, so I don't really, ah. you know. Yeah, I can't. I can't vape it or smoke it um, for a couple reasons. You know, the asthma and the fact that, you know, I did promise Ellen I would never smoke again, and she, yeah. it, you know, that's because it's it's really harmful to my lungs. And this time of, you know, the pandemics, uh, not this time of year, <laughs> but this time of the globally sweeping illness. Um, it's not good to be smoking anything extra. Um, plus I'd be afraid that would kind of 
get me back into it. And I, I've I've been there twelve, so it's like thirteen years this month. Wow, um, which is good. Um, yeah, no, I remember you quitting. Oh my god. Yeah. The fucking pillars of heaven remember me quitting because I was a goddamn monster. That was <laughs> just like okay, everyone. Chris is quitting smoking. <laughs> Move that broom. Yeah, it was ball. it was as simple in the house. It was as simple as why is the fucking cap off the toothpaste? Like that dumb. But that's the thing. It tr- it, it triggers your anger so much, which I think is why I, I'm I'm so good with understanding um, with the anxiety and depression that I have now, what the feelings are and I can, I can work with them a little better. I can walk into a room, sit down and be like, you didn't clean up a goddamn thing in here. Also, you should know <laughs> that for no reason at all, I'm in a bad mood again. And, um, it most likely will pass. And I have no idea why I feel this way. <laughs> and I'm, and that's how it is. And they look at me and they're like, okay, I'm not, thank you and welcome to my thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's how that's how we're working it. And um and 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 it's good because if I say that to Ellen then she doesn't take it personally. She doesn't think she's done something wrong, so it doesn't work on her insecurity or anything. And also, I don't want the girls thinking that they're always doing something wrong. And I tell them, I'm like, you know how you're in a bad mood, Nova? Because it's mostly Nova. And uh, you you don't know why? And she's like, yeah. Now when she listens to this, she's going to be like, that motherfucker. No, she'll she'll laugh because she does. She gets angry and she can't find a reason for it. Rip gets Rip gets more quiet and sad. Like, I, I told her to go out. I'm like, go out and see and take a look what they're doing. And her eyes just welled up with tears because, like, she cries at the drop of a hat. But it's not dropping hats. I have so many, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, we told her she had to go in. Okay, Rip, it's your turn to go in and get the food this time. And she just starts crying. We're like, what? We're not, we're not fucking sending you to the goddamn (laughs) death march. We're not asking you to kill the food. No, this isn't the trail of tears you're going down. (laughs) And, and. But it's like, she's nervous. She's never done that before. And it's like, okay, well, that's why we're having you fucking do it. Because, first of all, I don't want to. And second, <laughs> second, your mother placed the order. Your sister always goes. I drive. You got to contribute something. And that's and I tell her the story, too, of like, okay, so le- let me tell you this. My father would give me a $5 bill, pull up in front of the local little one-off convenience store and tell me when I was seven, nine years old, go in and get me a pack of cool. I was nine. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I had to do those things when uh, I had to, uh, I also, uh, I learned how to make my mother's uh, cream de mint and <laughs> soda water. I was the her bartender for a little oh, while geez. in the early eighties. I just have so. the girls make me coffee. So, yeah it's funny oh uh, we don't we don't hardly ever drink so we went out and um i'm like you know what I, I want i want some sangria i haven't had sangria in a while i'm doing the show again i used to drink sangria while we did the show i don't for some reason but uh, uh anymore um i have a huge bottle but <laughs> meh. and um the girls are fascinated. They're like, are you going to get drunk? I'm like, fucking probably not. Have you seen the size of me? I weigh 320 pounds. I'm six <laughs> foot five. 
uh, one tiny bottle of wine isn't going to do it. <laughs> Why, you want to fight? Especially after I've just eaten three hamburgers and a whole bunch <laughs> of other stuff. I mean, come on, kid. Use science. What are they teaching you at that school? <laughs> Nothing. I'm at home now. Um, <laughs> but they want to see me drunk. They want to know what I'm like. I'm like, you know what? I, you know what I'm like drunk? I'm just a little easier going. That's it. And I may laugh at your dumb jokes more. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we don't tell dumb jokes. I'm like, everything you fucking say is a dumb joke. That oh, we are nasty to each other because I'm, I am, I am, you know how we used to say when your kids would, would talk back to you, we'd be like, yeah, hey, you're reaping what you fucking sow. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to sow a fucking grave. They are going to bury <laughs> me with insults. That's how, that's how much I'm prepping them for the real world. Good. Quick wit. Uh, yeah. It's got to be something. And if they take too long, I'm like, nope, you lost it. It too, took too long. Everybody's just standing there staring at you, and you lose. So which it's... brings us full circle back to a New Yorker cartoon, which <laughs> is a dad in the park with his son. He's got his hands on his shoulder, and he says, if you can't say something nice, say something mean but devastating. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right, That's it is. absolutely true. And Rip, we were watching stuff on YouTube the other day, and Rip got the um, the perfect comeback to the mother or your father jokes. It's just to drop your face like slack, look him dead in the eye and go, you know, my mother's dead. And then you win. It doesn't matter if it's the truth or not. Everybody will be like, oh, and then you win. That's it. End of the show. That's it. <laughs> I guess. Sorry, right. <laughs> I was just I was actually looking for that cartoon. I was going to send it to you. <laughs> That'll be good. They'll like that. All right. All right, right, so uh, we'll be back next week week with more bullshit, I guess. Be be safe out there. Wear your fucking masks. Yeah, I think all of the people listening are responsible. I hope so. And if you're not wearing your fucking mask, I want to fight you. Tell me why. (laughs) Tell you why? Because they're not wearing their mask. That's why you want to fight them. Well, I'm home, personally. That's why. No, but like... (laughs) You know, just the people out there who refuse to wear them, you fucking morons. <laughs> yeah, because Daddy Trump says I don't have to. <sighs> that made uh, me sad. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, let's right, call it. Huh? Let's call it. Yeah, okay. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Thanks for playing. <laughs> now stop sputtering like a wet toaster and get busy. When the Dominator is operational again, we shall seize control of the world! Stop surrendering and listen to me! It is too dangerous, Commander! There could be dire consequences! There will be dire consequences for you if you do not obey my orders! You twin twats! They're escaping! The cover's exploding! What's so funny? Rambochi, I show you fools! Hurry, you fools! Get me out of here, you fools! Stand and fight, you cowards! Incompetent, idiotic, fat-headed, make a post! Say nothing, Baroness. I saw the entire catastrophe. A crab! They lost to a crab! For your prayer! Stand me!
wasted, Destro captured, and for what? For what? I wish you would sleep in so I could hit three of you. Ow! You're foaming at the mouth again, Cobra Commander. I wasn't even there. You should have been, Destro. You should have been. Crush them! Deep them, I say! Right. 